Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. What's happening, everybody? How are you doing? Hopefully you had a wonderful week. We're already mid-November. Oy vey. That is something. That is... Huh. In any case, we've got some to get to as some of these college squads are heading to Thanksgiving break. So there are going to be some uh, lapses in actions for some of the club teams, and then we'll get we'll get to that. We'll touch base on that when we get there and move onward and upward. But we'll get started with Team Maryland, who had a home game last Wednesday against the New Jersey 87s. Now, the last time these two faced off at Piney Orchard, the uh, Team Maryland squad got the better of the 87s. It was the first time in 10 games that Team Maryland had beaten the 87s at home in Piney Orchard, which is the entire existence with the five-plus years that have gone into it. So uh, with that kind of momentum into it, you got to figure Team Maryland, Eric Progren's squad is uh, is ready to go. And for the most part, this team has very much improved since that point and uh, have gotten a lot better uh, than, than what their record shows as of late. So we will go into this one, and it was a little bit of an even matchup. Team Maryland getting a little bit of an edge in the first period in terms of creating offense. Of course, they did have... Uh, a power play and a half to help on that, but so did the New Jersey 87s. But the 87s were the ones to strike first, 13-33 into the first period. Blake Dustin, his sixth of the year, puts the 87s up one to nothing. We move on to the second period when uh, Gustav Helm-Kurtz gets his first of the year, 324 in and an early, early uh, snipe for Team Maryland to tie the score. Vadim Froloff gets his seventh assist, Xavier Trombley his sixth assist, and we are all knotted up at one. But three minutes later, uh, Eric Vivnido gets his fourth of the year for the 87s. And uh, they put him up two to one. Again, Team Maryland putting a lot of offense on the 87s. And that just couldn't find that strike uh, for for them to even up the score, even go ahead. In the third period, though, it was another back and forth. Team Maryland doing all they can to uh, try to find some kind of pay dirt for themselves. They did have two power plays in the middle of the frame, but were not unable to connect, but it wasn't until 13-22. Nolan Zotter, his sixth of the year uh, from Sam Perdion, his fifth of the year. Ryan Dempster, his sixth assist of the year to tie Team Maryland up, and they're looking pretty good, possibly pushing it to overtime with 54 seconds remaining, though. Ivan Kuligin gets his second of the year for the 87s, and that puts the 87s up 3-2. to two. Thunder a minute remaining. That's all she wrote on that one. So Team Maryland falls in a heartbreaker. They outshot the 87s 34-23. Riley Mastowski gets uh, gets uh, hung with the loss. 20 saves for him in this one. Now this week, uh, Team Maryland goes into a short mini showcase that they're having up there in Hollydale Ice Arena in New Jersey. And they're taking on two New Jersey teams. On Tuesday, they took on the New Jersey Bears, which is basically using the Bruins logo but putting New Jersey and Bears underneath it. You know, say nothing for intellectual property, I suppose. Uh, but in the first period, the Bears get things going first with Oleg Egorov getting his seventh of the year, 749 in, putting the Bears up one to nothing. But six minutes later, just past the halfway point, Team Maryland gets on the board with Aiden Therolf with his second of the year, Vadim Froloff, his eighth assist, Xavier Trombley, his seventh assist. We are tied up at one apiece. Froloff. Then decides, you know what? We're gonna pepper the net like we uh, like we should in the second period. Leads the way, 7:38 in, getting his tenth of the year with Theroff's third assist and Marcus Ekdal's first assist on the power play. 
putting Team Maryland ahead 2-1. to one. It wasn't until late into the frame, though, when the Bears tied it back up with a uh, Michael Rayher's fourth of the year with under four minutes remaining. That put the Bears even with Team Maryland. Then in the third period, they kind of opened the doors, did the Bears. Uh, 7.51 in, Corbin Scheibel gets his ninth of the year, puts the Bears ahead. It was a back and forth from that. New Jersey kind of controlling the balance a little bit, and they get another one. Scheibel again, his 10th of the year, second of the game, with under three minutes remaining, 2.07, in fact, remaining. And then into the empty net was Caden Martin for his sixth of the year uh, as the Bears take this one. Josh Scully, 32 saves in the loss. The Team Maryland squad, they will take on the New Jersey 87s in the mini showcase on Wednesday. That can be found on Hockey TV. And then they will take on Philadelphia Hockey Club on Monday in Philadelphia uh, at Holladell. Not part of the showcase. It's where uh, Philadelphia Hockey Club actually calls home is Holladell. So they'll be back up there Monday for that one. Again, all uh, things are on Hockey TV slash Flow Sports for all those. The Stevenson Mustangs men's squad, they open up their home schedule uh, this past Friday against Alvernia. And uh, it was a little bit of a rude uh, rude guest situation that Stevenson has. Alvernia came into Reisterstown Sportplex and uh, unfortunately dealing Stevenson a loss. Alvernia undefeated so far in UCHC uh, play. And they make note of that. And they get started really early, 11 seconds early, as Logan Vandermeeracker gets, uh, gets his name on the score sheet. Very long name on that one. But he pots home his uh, pots home the opening goal. It was the only goal in the uh, in the first period as uh, Stevenson trying to get things going. Stevenson on the penalty kill a lot as well as uh, they had some issues uh, with staying out of the box in the first period. They gave Alvernia two chances, but nothing to be had on that end. Alvernia did get on the board mid past the midway point. Hunter Aldean puts one home to put Alvernia up two to nothing, but Less than a minute later, Malcolm Palmer for Stevenson gets them on the board, uh, makes it 2-1 to one from Liam McKinney and Blake Benson. Uh, and Stevenson trying to get things going, trying to make sure they can get back on the board. But unfortunately, second period, they couldn't get the equalizer. Third period, they couldn't get the equalizer. And again, power play rearing its ug- or the penalties, rearing their ugly head in Stevenson's matter. Frazier Dodd uh, pots home a power play goal for Alvernia with under four minutes remaining, and then into the empty net, Eli Rivers on a power play as well, makes it 4-1, to one, and that's our final as Alvernia takes the opening of the two-game tie out and had 21 saves in the defeat. But they shift the scene to Alvernia for Game 2 on Saturday, and Stevenson getting on the board first, not as early as Alvernia did on Friday, but early enough, 649 in uh, Rhett Evgen, Gets uh, on the board from Kyle Lightfoot and Blake Benson. Made it one nothing Stevenson. But Isaac Chapman ties the game up with about five minutes remaining in the frame to uh, keep things even. We'll get things back to even rather on this. But it was a very power play heavy uh, situation on these goals. Uh, Evgen's goal was a power play goal. Then in the second period, 3-0-3 in. Isaac Chapman gets Alvernia ahead on a power play goal for his second of the game. And again, Alvernia trying to hold Stevenson, trying to make sure that they have a repeat of Friday night. But Stevenson with a big breakthrough period 
in the third period using the power play to their advantage this time. Starting 138 in, Frank Vitucci potting one home from Jack Carlson and Zach Bannister to make it 2-2. Two to two. And then a minute later, still on a power play, Liam McCanny fires one home from, again, Carlson and Bannister, 3-2. to two. And then Bannister gets a goal of his own, 827 in from Blake Benson and uh, Rhett Evgen. And then Jake the Snake Roberts pots one home 18 seconds later uh, from Zach Egber and Dylan Narduzzi with 5-2 to two being the scoreline at that point. Hunter Aldean was able to pot one 12-28 into the third period, but it was all for naught as Stevenson splits the weekend. They uh, get their first win in UCHC uh, play this year, and they move to 3-2-1 on the season. Ford DeLoss getting into the net on Saturday, making 27 saves for his first victory of the season. Stevenson, now they will go to, uh, they will come home, and they will take on Manhattansville this weekend at the Reisterstown Sportplex Friday and Saturday. At uh, You can head on down there, have yourself a time. Uh, before they head out, they will have a, a game the uh, Friday after Thanksgiving and then go on a little bit of a Michigan trip uh, for themselves the next day. So, uh, Manhattansville this weekend, so go to Reisterstown Sportplex game time, 7 p.m. on Friday and 3 p.m. on Saturday. Shifting to the women's side of the docket, Stevenson, uh, their women's team played at Lebanon Valley in a home-and-home situation. They started off at home on Friday, and it was a uh, a solid back-and-forth between the two squads, uh, but the first period kind of belonged to Alexis Sp- uh, Spires of Lebanon Valley, and she pot one, pot at one seven forty five into the frame to make it one nothing, and then with five forty eight remaining in the first on the power play makes it two to nothing. But Carly Barwick, she's able to get Stevenson on the board on their own power play for Maddie Silverman and Hannah Labby, making it two one right before the break with just about two minutes remaining two oh four if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone. Uh, so it goes two one into the uh, second period. Uh, a trading back and forth in the middle of the frame as Lehigh Valley gets one from Cheyenne Wilk, makes it 3-1, to one, but two minutes and change later, Caitlin Reed gets it to within one goal once again. And Stevenson try to keep things close, make sure things don't get too out of hand. Second period ended 3-2. to two. Then in the third period, 2-0-9, and Anna Dale for Lehigh Valley makes it 4-2. to two. But don't worry about that. Only eight seconds later, Frankie Capello gets back to with one, uh, gets Stevenson back to within one uh, from an assist from Ka- Cassie Campbell, makes it four to three. But 13:02, Anna Dale closes it out, makes it five to three, and that is your final. Stevenson unfortunately drops a- another one uh, in this. Uh, Maggie Sinert made 28 saves in the defeat, but. A road trip is always something good for you, and it was very good for Stevenson on Saturday as they went up to Lebanon Valley, the Hershey Park Arena, Hershey Park, happy Hershey Park something. And Stevenson gets on the board first. Nothing, nothing after one, but the second period was Stevenson's as Maggie Dean uh, pots went home from Caitlin Reed and Kendall Gernt, and uh, it's one nothing Stevenson, 9.03 into the second. Then Carly Barwick gets her second of the weekend, uh, 16.18 into the frame, uh, Megan Croyle with the assist 2 to nothing after 2 for Stevenson. Right after the midway point, Mallory Burdick of the Lehigh Valley squad gets them on the board, makes it 2-1, to one, but Hannah Labby shuts it down with under 7 minutes remaining from Jane Debjan, and there you go. 3-1, to one, your final Stevenson gets their first victory of the season, 
uh, and that's a heck of a ride for them. Mallory Hunt, 39 saves in a big effort for her as Stevenson uh, outshot heavily in the first and third periods, but they were able to rely on Mallory Hunt and get things going, have their offense going, and they get their first win of the season. They're going to go to Pittsburgh, PA this weekend. They are playing at Chatham University, and they will. Uh, we will see what they can do, see if they can't keep this high rolling, and then move onward and upward from there. The U.S. Naval Academy looking for a bit of a, uh, I guess, more of a consistent base from their team uh, on the men's side of things. Uh, as they uh, are looking for some answers, again, looking for cons- some consistency and hoping for the best. Friday night, they drove up to Villanova as they took on their Southeastern PA situation, uh, and they took on Villanova. Things got started off early pretty well for uh, for Navy. Por- uh, Porter Markle gets his first of the year just past the halfway point. Nick Allen, his seventh assist. Michael Rockovich, his 11th assist, puts the mids up one to nothing. But with only 114 remaining in the first period, Paul Janetti gets his first of the year for Villanova. That puts the Wildcats up 2-1. to one. And now after Navy heavily outshot Villanova 12-6 uh, to six in the first period, things kind of tighten up a little bit more. Villanova getting a little bit more shots on net. Navy kind of staying consistent there. But it was uh, Tim, uh, Tim Kobelski with the power play goal for Villanova, 10-40 in. That put them ahead 2-1. to one. That was the only goal in the second period. The third period, though, Villanova jumped out early. Only 40 seconds in, Matthew Arena pots his seventh of the year. That made it 3-1 Villanova, and both teams kind of playing in a neutral zone game. Only 13 shots in total for the third period, 7-6 for Navy. 17-33 in, uh, Navy gets a power play late. Michael Rokovich cashes in on that with his fourth of the year from Evan Adams, his sixth assist. That puts Navy to within one, but with 120 remaining, Thomas Lynch for Villanova gets his second of the year, shuts the door on any kind of comeback, and that is the end of that. Andrew Rugg gets hung with the L, 21 saves in this one as Navy kind of, again, trying to find some consistency, trying to find something going, and uh, maybe some kind of spark will go there. They went to Westchester the next night, and it was too many to not enough as Westchester just, uh, yeah, 8 nothing the final for Westchester in this one. Not going to run down all those goals. Uh, key takeaways on this one, Westchester 3-for-3 three three on the power play, where Navy 0-for-3 uh, on that. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of a situation where staying out of the box is pretty crucial, obviously. Uh, and then, yeah, just, just letting things. Shots were even. I mean, Navy outshot um, – Navy outshot Westchester in the first. They were tied in the second and the third period. They just couldn't get anything going. They kind of just got clamped down on. Uh, Andrew Rugg uh, is, was out there for all eight goals, 23 saves in the losing effort for that. So Navy still trying to look around, see what's uh, see what they can do, see what they need to uh, get going to at least get into the playoff discussion right now for the ECHC because they're kind of on the outside uh, looking in as they are currently nine points out of a playoff spot, um, sitting there in seventh out of eight teams. It's them and Towson down at the bottom. Towson didn't play this weekend. They'll play on Sunday. Um, But, yeah, Navy trying to look for any kind of answers as they sit nine behind uh, Villanova for that, only sitting at three, eight, and two on the year. So they still have that makeup game, possibly, again, Pittsburgh, Later in the year, after the opening game of the year, they their bus broke down. They couldn't get to the rink in time. So um, we'll see how this all goes. But Navy 
uh, I'm sure just trying to figure out what to what to do, how to, how to figure things out, and then try to write the ship ahead of time. Uh, they'll head out to uh, at Temple on Friday, and then they'll be back home at the friendly confines of McMullen Ice Arena against William Patterson on Saturday. Uh, get on down there Saturday, support your mids, pick them up, uh, and uh, let's uh, you know go out there, show them a little support, see what they can do. Hopefully they can feed off a little bit of the energy in the arena to make things uh, turn things around, as it were. University of Maryland Terrapins, they had a uh, road weekend for themselves, uh, and they were up in the New Jersey area. They took on Ryder on Friday night, as uh, things were uh, a little bit interesting in this one. Ryder getting a lot of penalties. Maryland not able to cash in on the power plays that they were given. Uh, no scoring in the first period, but in the second period, that's when Maryland kind of uh, got their groove going. Max Newham with his 14th of the year from Jacob Fabriani, his first assist, and Trevor Jake, his 13th assist, keeping Maryland up one to nothing. And even though Ryder was striking strong, nothing happened there for them in the second. But a power play early gives them a tie game as Alex Blazak scores on the power play 140 in to put Ryder even with Maryland. 8-10 into the frame. Tucker Healy gets his seventh of the year from Travis DeShane, his third assist. Fabriani, his second assist of the game and of the season. And while things were going well, 26 seconds remaining on another power play, and the goalie pulled. Aaron Pape gets his tenth of the year for Ryder, ties the game up very late. Ryder throwing a lot of things at Maryland as they had a, a, lot, a couple of power plays, one early. And they converted on one late. They converted on. That's all. That's all she wrote on that one. Into overtime, and Max Newham decides to uh, showcase himself with some uh, great crafty stick work. A little toe drag puts it home, and then rides the stick for good measure all the way out the door for his 15th of the year. Travis DeShane, his fourth assist. Travis uh, Trevor Drake, his 14th assist. And Maryland wins this one. Henry Peltier, 32 saves in the victory. So Maryland riding pretty high. On this one, as they then traveled up to Hollydale Ice Arena to take on Rowan, ah, and that was too many to not enough. They dropped this one six to nothing. Uh, no score sheet on this one. Don't need it. On uh, all honesty, uh, just to see the saves on who was a net, but nothing happening there for Maryland. They dropped that one six to nothing. They're in North Carolina. They're going to raise up and take their shirts off and all that other fun stuff that Petey Pablo spoke of. NC State on Friday, UNC Chapel Hill, the Tar Heels on Saturday. Um, that stuff will, I'm sure, hopefully, be all on the Maryland Hockey Network. Find that on YouTube. It's a good, useful tool for you if you want to watch those games. Stevenson University Mustangs D2 squad. They had two games this weekend. They were at home or they were away for both of them actually because they were playing in Georgetown uh, for the first game or over at the St. James. And they took care of their business over at the St. James with a big win, eight to four over Georgetown. Um, no timeline for all of this, so we'll just kind of. Wrap it up because there again no score sheet. Georgetown didn't submit a score sheet yet, uh, but here's what we got thanks to the uh, the Stevenson uh, Twitter. Uh, David Shahadi gets 26 saves in the victory. Chris Robinson with a goal. Brendan Jesse with two goals and an assist. Michael Hughes two goals, three assists. Anthony Breen with uh, two goals and three assists. Nick Hoover with a goal and then two assists uh, or one assist. For each for Tyler Shabbat and also 
for Matt Doan. So they win that one 8-4. to four. Big win there. Then they head down to, uh, they actually head back home, and they take on Virginia. And this one was a little bit in threat of not happening. Virginia was not sure if they were going to have enough players to field a team, but they got enough, and um, <clears throat> they were able to field a team. And it was a little rough one for them as they dropped this, uh, as, as Stevenson runs rush shot over the Cavaliers, 10-3 to the final in this one. Chris Robinson gets things started early uh, with a goal. It says his first, but he scored one before again. Score sheet's not being submitted. It doesn't It doesn't help the total for the ACHA website, but it is what it is. We move on from there. So uh, Robinson from uh, Bryce Doherty gets Stevenson on the board. Then Austin Berg for Virginia ties the game up with his first of the year. And then late in the frame on a power play, Virginia goes up 2-1. to one. Jason Gordon gets on the board on the power play. But don't worry, Stevenson gets two goals in 13 seconds, one with a minute remaining. Dominic Norris, his fifth of the year. From Brendan Jesse, his sixth assist of the season. And then Chris Robinson sandwiches the first period, getting his second of the game from Nick Hoover and Matt Warrington. And that puts Stevenson up 3-2 to two going into the second. And then it was all Stevenson in the second period, starting 25 seconds in. Ryan Friedman from Dominic Norris uh, puts them ahead 4-2. to two. Then uh, 153, Nick Hoover gets his second. Uh, Tyler Shabbat on the assist. Then Anthony Breen gets one 321 in from Gavin Kane before Nick Hoover gets his third uh, just past the midway point from Dominic Norris. It was, uh, wasn't until under four minutes remaining when Ryan Cristiano decided to break up the goal scoring for Stevenson with his first of the year for Virginia. But by that time, the damage was done. It was 7-3. to three. And then Stevenson gets a couple more in the third period. First 240 in Michael Hughes with his eighth. 13.50, Anthony Breen, his third, and then he goes back-to-back -back, um, uh, only 35 seconds after that with his fourth, Michael Hughes and Brendan Jesse with the assist, 7-7 seven seven on that, and that's all she wrote. Kevin Roth with the win, 33 saves, and that's all she wrote. Big win for Stevenson and a big sweep of the weekend for them. Next, they will not be playing until December 1st. They got a long break for themselves as they go to James Madison to take on the uh, the Monarchs. Is that James Madison? It's got a bulldog with a crown on it. That, that much I know. But, uh, yeah, they will take things from there. Only one women's club team in action. That was the um, U.S. Naval Academy as they uh, shipped on up to Delaware to take on the Blue Hens. And the uh, it was on uh, Veteran right after Veterans Day. No, it was Veterans Day. They had this game. And, uh, boy, these two teams match up very evenly. It's always a fun showing uh, between them, if not a little anxiety-inducing, depending on who you cheer for. Uh, a lot of offense on both sides uh, of the plate. And then, yeah, that's how she goes. On this one, 124 in, got started early for Delaware. Uh, Carly Marzano gets her third of the year, puts the Blue Hens up uh, one to nothing early going. Shots 12-11 to 11 in the first period for Delaware. But Navy able to uh, make one of those 11 shots count. That's Sam Clark, fifth of the year uh, from Kayla DiLetto. Her third assist of the year, 11.45, and ties the score up at one. Again, more offense from each side of the, uh, of the ice, but only one goal in the second period. Delaware outshot Navy 16-11, to and Lena Murdo with the second goal of the season for herself with 158 remaining in the frame. Puts Delaware up right before 
they uh, go into the second intermission. But then Navy, something between that intermission really kick-started their offense, and it could be, uh, I don't know why. I don't know why, I'll be quite honest with you. They are out shooting uh, Delaware 16-7 to in this one. And uh, Tina Cornelio gets her 12th of the year on the power play. The captain ties the game up from uh, Alexis Smith, her second assist of the year. And Navy is tied up with Delaware. That's how we went into overtime. And then Lindsay Beitscha with her fourth of the year late into the overtime period with only 18, or 19 seconds remaining, goes in, pots at home, and it's her fourth of the year. Sam Clark, fifth assist. Tina Cornelio, her eighth assist. And Navy wins. Navy wins. Deanna Pivarotto with the uh, 36 saves in the victory on this one. And Navy gets a deserved break as they will wait until December 2nd to take on the University of Maryland. They were supposed to be in the uh, the showcase, the DBCHC showcase that was happening this weekend, but they uh, because they took part of the Southeast Showcase, they did not. Uh, they would not have to play in the DBCHC Showcase. Maryland will take part in that, so it'll be a lot of good times for that. So Navy does not play until December. They'll have a little bit of a break, and they'll be back in a uh, Annapolis Laurel Derby. You got to like that, huh? Some D3 action for y'all. As uh, Johns Hopkins and UMBC faced off against each other on Friday, Hopkins with a 7-1 to victory on that one. And then UMBC went to play Susquehanna up there, and they took a shootout win 5-4 to over Susquehanna. Uh, U.S. Navy, uh, they were playing against uh, Loyola, and the feed cut out before the game ended. It was one nothing Loyola, I believe, after two periods. And then I couldn't see what the final score was. On that feed was unfortunately so uh, hopefully hopefully uh, and one of these times I will be able to snag the feed while it's going on it'd be a great time and then I can do it in real time while not you know trying to play catch up uh, like I'm some kind of fool Stevenson's uh, M3 squad able to get uh, a 7-3 victory over York on that so a big win for them uh, and then I think they also took they were supposed to be back to back against York I do believe, um, uh, yep, game two against York on Sunday. Did not get a uh, score on their Twitter, so I'm assuming that there was not a good outcome. Uh, so we'll see. assume that Stevenson lost uh, because I can't seem to find any kind of uh, hide or hair of scorecard anywhere on that one either. So good times, great memories in all of that jazz. Let's get to some players. Uh, we'll start off with Sam Annis as he uh, continues his uh, solid streak. Uh, on Friday, two goals and an assist as Dynamo Minsk beat the uh, HK Soshi 6-2. to two. Uh, He played three games this week. That was the only time he scored, so two goals and an assist puts him at 9-9 nine and nine on the season. That equals 18 points in 28 games so far. Micah Berger had a good weekend for the Sioux Falls Stampede. Two goals in back-to-back -back games. Uh, one on Friday, a loss to Omaha, but one on Saturday and a win to Omaha. So you got that going for him. That's his first two goals of the season for Sioux Falls, putting it at five points in 16 games. Charlie Serrato with a uh, two-assist weekend or two-assist game on Friday as Youngstown defeated Dubuque 5-4. Uh, to four. Did not factor into anything on Saturday. He has 13 assists, 14 points in nine games this season as the Falston, Maryland native, uh, turning things uh, turning things up a little bit. 
Really showing off his uh, first overall pick in the USHL draft this past year. Anthony Domina had the, an assist on Wednesday as the Yorkton Terriers defeated the Notre Dame Hounds 3-2. to two. That puts him at uh, five assists and eight points on the season in 13 games. Patrick Giles had an assist on Friday as Charlotte wins over the San Jose Barracuda, his second point of the year in 11 games for Giles. Miles Gunty had two assists, one on Friday and one on Saturday, as Youngstown, again, uh, winning in Dubuque on Friday, unfortunately losing on Saturday. Uh, Gunty, three goals, three assists, and six points in 16 games so far this season. William Lawrence pots another goal, this time on Saturday, in a 4-1 victory for Johnstown over the uh, Philadelphia Rebels. He's got five goals and 18 points in 20 games this season for the Johnstown Tomahawks. And finally, Jack Spicer uh, in the net. Unfortunately, it was a loss on Saturday as uh, Waterloo drops 1-4-3 to to Tri-City. 21 saves in this one. He is 1-4-0 with a 3.81 goals against and a .864 save percentage. A bit of a far cry from where he was last year, but still early working through some stuff. And uh, onward and upward, still plenty of season left. That'll do it for us. Not plenty of show because we are done. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate it uh, more than you guys know. Hey, go ahead and check out Chesapeake HW Pod. I sometimes I post things there. Uh, you can check out uh, clutchandcraphockey.com. Uh, Don't necessarily post as much stuff there uh, yet. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to be had, and we will try to do what we can to get to it when we got the time and all that other fun stuff. But come back next week. We will be here next week. This is the – you can subscribe to the – face-off hockey show podcast feed because you'll get this you'll get defending the den you'll get the face-off hockey show all in one fell swoop you gotta love that uh so tune in next week we will have some uh more tings and stuff to talk about and until then stay happy stay healthy um i'm scotty was take care of yourself and someone else this has been chesapeake hockey week part of the face-off hockey show media faction and podcast monsters and uh yeah we'll see you next week play that clutch and crab hockey when you can peace